0: I am Pascal Meyer, editor-in-chief of the new BMJ cardiovascular journal, Open Heart. Today, I'm talking to the author of a paper we are publishing in our journal, uh, Pontus Andel. He's a cardiology training at the University of Lund in Sweden. We are discussing his very interesting paper on the impact of chronic lung disease in patients who present with heart attacks. Pontus, thank you very much for joining us. Can you briefly tell me a bit about the background of your work? What was your
1: main research question? Yes, uh, certainly. Um, So, uh, yes, the question we asked ourselves was, uh, how does having COPD affect the mortality after a myocardial infarction? And uh, if there is an increased mortality, which we strongly hypothesized because of previous studies and clinical experience, uh, what is the correct explanation for this? Is it because of lung manifestations of COPD in itself, or is it rather an effect of Comorbidities and a heavy smoking history. And uh, we thought these questions would be clinically important, uh, not only to um, get to know the extent of the problem, but we also wanted to know if there are some uh, potentially modifiable risk factors that we could address. How have
0: you addressed this question? Um, I noticed that you base your research on the sweetheart registry, which I know is a very impressive, uh, unique, large registry. In Sweden, which has a nearly 100% follow up. Could you tell me a bit more about this,
1: please? Well, sure. Um, I'm no expert on the Sweetheart registry, but it, it is. Um, uh, f- for this study, we, we uh, used uh, several quality healthcare registries, and the Sweetheart registry was the main part of this total data file. And it contains, uh, it actually collects uh, data uh, regularly from. Uh, Intensive coronary care units, catheter labs, and um, it um, it collects data on on patients presenting with symptoms suggestive of uh, of an MI. And um, well, patients are are um, uh, of course uh, asked if they want to if they don't want to participate, but uh, very few of of the patients. Um, uh, 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 don't take part in the in the registry, so it has a great coverage, and it's it's a nationwide uh, uh, online-based registry linked to all these uh, centers.
0: And what were the key findings of your
1: study? Well, uh, our key findings uh, were an increased mortality for COPD patients uh, after an MI, uh, and this was uh, uh, much in line with previous studies. Um, um, but also by, by using a stepwise adjustment um, uh, method, we could see that much of this increased mortality was attributed to uh, comorbidity and also a bit surprising to under treatment. And um, after all the adjustments, there was a 14% increase mortality for COPD patients. And this was maybe a bit smaller than we expected. Um, could possibly be due to some over adjustment. Or even due to underdiagnosis, which uh, leads to a lower prevalence of COPD uh, in the COPD group, and this could uh, underestimate the effect. Um, regarding the secondary endpoints, uh, which were was um, uh, reinfarction, bleeding, or stroke, and heart failure hospitalizations, um, we didn't uh, we didn't find a connection. Uh, between those, except for heart failure hospitalizations, which uh, uh, was increased in COPD patients.
0: Do you think these uh, results were, were also biased by a certain under-diagnosis or misdiagnosis of patients with, with lung disease? Um, and furthermore, do you think we should be more aggressive with our treatment of these patients presenting with lung disease and heart attack?
1: Um, I think the, um, well, the findings, I think they are... Are real, but um, I don't think you should pay too much attention to the exact percentage of the increased mortality um, because this estimate will, of course, uh, differ from different studies with unique study populations and uh, different study designs. But um, as we've already talked about, I think the problem of comorbidity and under treatment are um, the key uh, results here um, in terms of. Um, of the effect on mortality, because these could potentially be modifiable. And uh, yes, um, the other question: uh, Could uh, could it have been um, cases of, of misdiagnosis due to um, uh, rises in, in troponin levels um, uh, because of reasons other than, than true myocardial infarctions? I I think that yes, it, it could have happened. Um, uh, definitely, but the MI diagnosis in sweetheart is based on um, on a uh, opinion uh, from a cardiologist, uh, and and they of course they base their assessment on many factors, not just the troponin value, but uh, I mean symptoms, ECG findings, uh, and other exams. Um, I think. Uh, it's more of a problem in in the clinic when a COPD patient is is presenting with like somewhat vague symptoms and he or she may also have a small rise in troponin and on top of that a long list of comorbidities. I think that is where the real challenge is.
0: Um, In contrast to your study, a previous study uh, by Bihar et al in 1992 published in the American Journal of Medicine did not find any any influence of uh, chronic chronic obstructive lung disease on outcomes in patients with heart attacks. Why do you
1: think your study results uh, are different? Yeah, um, it's a very interesting study. Um, But, uh, first of all, uh, I have to point out that, of course, this study from Bihar et al. is uh, a lot older than the other studies. Uh, The data collection was conducted between uh, 1981 to 1983. And um, it's hard to compare studies that are 30 years separate from each other. But um, yeah. I think, um, obviously, a lot has changed in the treatment of myocardial infarction since. And uh, since we can do more nowadays, I think the more you can do will create a larger contrast compared to when you use a conservative approach. And maybe COPD patients are at a risk of getting a more conservative approach and uh, that contrasts a lot to the more aggressive treatment um, that maybe non-COPD patients uh, get to a higher degree.
0: And what do you think is the clinical implication of your finding? Would you recommend the clinicians now uh, assess all the patients who present with heart attacks for, for lung disease as well?
1: Mm. Well, I think, um, the, the clinical recommendation from our study uh, would be that, um, uh, firstly, uh, in a patient with a heavy smoking history, uh, clinicians should have a low threshold for doing a pulmonary function test, uh, of course, in a more stable setting. Uh, and this is, of course, because CFD is, uh, is underdiagnosed and undertreated, which is a problem in itself. I think, secondly, if the patient has COPD, you should suspect that other diseases are also at play, such as maybe heart failure and other manifestations of cardiovascular disease, and you should try to uh, treat these accordingly. And um, I think, last but not least, uh, we should refrain from under treatment um, um, just because they have COPD. Uh, because maybe that has been the case uh, in the past. And I would like to exemplify this by talking a bit about cardioselective beta blockers. Um, they have been studied quite extensively recently. And um, uh, I mean, previously, they have been withheld from COPD patients because of fears of, of um, um, side effects but now in general they should not be withheld because they have been proven both safe and efficient so yes that's uh, progress we should um, continue with
0: and why do you think is copd not included in any of the of the current risk scores neither in the gray score nor in the TIMI score do you think they should be included
1: yeah it's um it's a good question um i don't know really um uh, why they are not included. Uh, I mean, probably because they never have been and uh, um, uh, maybe uh, one is a bit reluctant to to change the, the scores um, uh, too often. Um, or maybe we've just underestimated the implication of COPD. Um, could also be due to... Uh, The fact that people want these scores to be as simple as possible, to be widely used, because otherwise they lose their value. Um, So maybe asking the patient about the smoking history is enough. um, Or maybe COPD should be uh, implemented in in these scores. Um, I don't know really.
0: What would you recommend? For future research? What do you, would you recommend other researchers? In which direction should we, uh, should we go
1: from here? Uh, we are currently um, using um, the same study material to investigate the role of uh, beta blockers as secondary prevention after MI for COPD patients. And there was a very interesting article by Quint and co workers that was recently published in uh, British Medical Journal. And this study addressed these questions. Um, but even before we saw that study, we thought it would be interesting to characterize those receiving beta blockers versus those who do not and try to see why the treatment differs. Um, and is it a justified under treatment due to obvious contraindications? Or what are the reasons? And as for COPD research in general, I, I think... More research resources should uh, maybe be devoted to preventive measures. I think um, smoking is still too much of a problem in uh, society and it needs uh, even more focus, especially in, in developing countries where smoking is uh, on the rise. So we need to address this on a global level.
0: Okay, many thanks uh, Pontus for taking your time for this very interesting talk. Um, I think your paper raised really important issues and shows that cardiologists should be concerned about about lung disease as well.
1: No, thank you very much for inviting me. It was uh, great fun.